Frank takes a lot of love and guesswork. Thankfully, we don't have to do it alone. We're three hermanas who are moms, wives, and share how we do life, family, and faith. Join our familia as we learn together, laugh, and have sometimes loud and crazy conversations. Welcome to A Little Mass. Hola familia, welcome to episode 45. You're here with your hermanas, Mabel and Celeste. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, I thinking about when we said okay. And oh. Evelyn was like, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why do you have to do that? No one even does that anymore. It's no, funny how I know. fast things just phase out, yeah. huh? They come in and then they go, mm-hmm. right? Like dabbing. Oh yeah. Where is dabby now? Yeah. Does anyone dab anymore? I doubt it. What is to dab? I'm just kidding. <laughs> As my little one says, I do. <laughs> or like that little backpack kid dance. Right? That's still kind of in, I guess. I, I don't even remember. What is that? Remember the one that um, your daughter does all the time? Uh, the, the floss. The floss? Oh, is that what it's she called? She does the floss? the floss. Okay. Sorry. I don't know what oh, it is. I just know it was. I don't know. If, I don't think this little kid. I don't know if he invented it or not. Yeah, the, the kid that always wore the backpack. With the backpack yeah. kid. Yeah. He was like in that Katy Perry Yeah, video. I remember that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, close, yeah. Okay. But it, it, yeah, fads. That's so interesting. Mm, at my, they come and go. One of my workplaces, one of the dress codes was not to dress in fads and oh, do stuff like that because, yeah. um, you know, they just come and go. And I was like, <laughs> okay, keeping me, keeping me classy. <laughs> <laughs> Can I be honest with you, my sister? Yeah, go Can ahead. I be always, with you, always. Honesty time. <laughs> I have been. Uh, when I'm tired, mm-hmm. I think we're both, we both oh, look yeah. so tired. Well, dang, thanks. <laughs> I'm like, I try to you little. look <laughs> so exhausted, girl. <laughs> it's been, it's been, um, this is a crazy month. It's been a busy month for us though. And it's yeah. just the beginning of the month. So yeah, I know. And then as the, I feel like as the end of the year starts coming, like it is quickly approaching. Mm-hmm. I feel like I get busier and busier and busier because there's more stuff to do. Oh yeah. You know, around the clock. But it's crazy because I don't know what it has been since like last week. I've just been like annoyed by like <laughs> everything. It's I crazy. get like that sometimes too. It's been a minute for me, but I haven't felt like that in such a long time. Oh, that's always rough. Like, and it is rough because I get really hard on myself. Like, what is wrong with you? Like that person's just breathing. <laughs> they exist. And like, why are you upset? <laughs> why are you breathing in my space? Yes. It like all started a couple of weeks ago. I don't know, like if maybe I was just triggered or something, then it just hasn't like rubbed off of me. Like I'm still just like annoyed, <laughs> but not like we're like all day long. I walk around annoyed, you right. know, but like things that usually would not annoy me that you can kind of hang and you yeah. just brush them off. Yeah. Yeah. Are for some reason like annoying me now. <laughs> it stays with you a little longer. Yeah. And I'm just like, okay, take a breather, calm yourself down mm-hmm. and you're going to be all right. But <laughs> I mean, I just, I'm not trying to laugh, but I, I can, don't know what it I've is. I've been there and I can relate. I don't know. You know what I was thinking though? I was thinking, what if I'm getting annoyed now? Because before I, I usually don't express like, I don't like that you're doing this. or mm-hmm. I don't like this, or I don't voice my opinion on certain things. Mm-hmm. And now it's just becoming too much. And so oh. instead of me vocalizing it, like I should in a healthy manner, mm-hmm. I just, I continue to keep it in. I see. I was thinking like if maybe that's what it is, but I can't pinpoint it yet. So I can't tell you. Huh? Yeah. Something to think about. Yeah. Uh huh. But I was, I was wondering that too. Like maybe, maybe I'm just 
you know, not letting myself say what I really want to say. And it's like, it just gets so hard to just keep it like, in, yeah. you know, and then yeah. that, that kind of spills through in other aspects. Yeah. So I don't know my sister, we got to have like Kumbaya or something. <laughs> you have to help me figure this out. <laughs> Cause I do, I feel so like, ah, and I think, I think it's also because we just, we have, we've been so busy. Mm-hmm. This month. It's oh, been yeah. so crazy. And we haven't really had time to just, you know, just have downtime and just be, yeah, I don't think I either. Not. It's like, we've been, I mean, last week it was on the go every single day and mm-hmm. for hours at a time. Girl, I'm surprised I watched the Bachelorette finale. Girl, yeah. Let's be well, real. and I was a day late. Or, yeah, a you day were. late. It's so funny, Familia. I called Celeste <laughs> because I needed to make a comment of something. And she was helping her daughter, like, clean up the, her room. Yeah, we were, like, her... reorganizing, getting ready for school and uh-huh. stuff. So. And so she was like, I'm not watching. I was like, gosh darn you, Sally. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm annoyed with you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I pro- you probably were, huh? You probably were. You were like, I probably oh, was. Girl, I probably was. One of these kidding. things I would have handled normally, but today is not the I day. know. It got me thinking, though, of like pet peeves and stuff. Even stuff that like I may do, maybe mm-hmm. that can like drive me crazy. Mm-hmm. Do you have any? Like, I'm trying to think. Okay, I do have one, mm-hmm. and it's gonna be really weird. And okay, be patient as I explain <laughs> okay. this. So, one of them is. People eating salad with ranch mm-hmm. and they have braces. What? Let me explain, okay? I've never so, heard that. I know. So braces do not gross me out. Ranch doesn't gross me out, nor people when they eat salad with ranch. But that whole combination what? together. I can't even. <laughs> because when I was, I don't know, either fifth or sixth grade, there was this girl and she always wanted uh, to like, you know, hang out and eat lunch together. Mm-hmm. And it was fine, but her parents would always pack her a salad with ranch and she had braces Mm -hmm. and she would eat that mess. So gross. (laughs) Like she would always have ranch in the corners of her mouth. And, (laughs) and like when she would get ranch on herself, she would rub it on my hand. Why? She would wipe herself. Who does that? I would think the pet people would be people wiping themselves on you <laughs> no but so then all day long oh, she so would horrible. talk like this close to me right Ooh, Super you could close. smell it and it was just like ranch breath and i didn't <laughs> want to be mean to her <laughs> but see that's what i'm talking about is it there would have been no problem with me being like oh i'm sorry girl i need some space because mm-hmm. you smell like hardcore ranch mm-hmm. but instead it was like i just have this girl right in front of me breathing <laughs> and i felt like some of the stuff she would do she thought it was funny and like it was not funny i did not find it funny at all and so it was hard to get close to her because she was always doing stuff like that. It was just nasty. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I was saying, Familia. I don't have a problem with braces. I don't have a problem with ranch salad or people eating it. But whenever, <laughs> whenever, if ever, that's and this so is, I've never seen a person with braces eating salad, a ranch salad ever again mm. but if i feel like if i were to ever it would take me right back to that <laughs> moment and like i'm sure you have though you just haven't noticed it it was just something about that girl it. it just grossed me out girl wow i don't blame you that would have grossed me out too Ooh, and i remember like touching me rubbed... with your nasty ranch hands yes, that's gross she had ranch hands ew, and that's that, so wrong i remember that was the one thing that was like ew why are you doing that <laughs> oh geez mm. but i couldn't be unkind you know like i couldn't not mm-hmm. hang out with her i mean she wanted to have lunch with me <laughs> so sometimes wow. I would take extra long in the like free lunch line mm-hmm. just so I would see like oh is she done okay yeah she's done now I can go eat lunch <laughs> <laughs> do you have uh, any pet peeves I'm sure that I do I just nothing about right now <laughs> that's not my so pet peeves too people think they're all great I'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> girl you <laughs> want a good one <laughs> 
so cute, girl. Oh my gosh, stop <laughs> it. Okay, gotta have one. One that you can give me. A good one makes me do, feel better about myself for, <laughs> for being all grossed out by that poor girl. This is going to make me seem like such a fatty, okay? Oh, okay. Like, you know I love me my food. Uh-huh. Like, I love food. Oh, yes, okay. And my husband will attest to this. I'm not a huge sharer when it comes to uh-huh. my food. I'd like to think that I am, yeah. but I'm not. He's way more generous than I am. Uh-huh. <laughs> my husband's the same way. He like It doesn't phase him at all. Yeah, no. And I don't think it phases me either. Oh, okay, see, I do this thing where I don't necessarily offer my food, mm-hmm. but if I want some of his, I'm like, oh, babe, would you like some of mine? <laughs> and he's like, he totally called me out one day on it. He's like, um, babe, I know what you're doing. And I was like, what? He's like, you feel all guilty because you asked me for mine, so you want to give me yours. I don't want any of yours. You can just have some of mine. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, oh, dang, I do do that. But anyways, my pet peeve is this. When I'm eating food, like say mm-hmm. anything I make, if I'm eating a dish or I bought something or whatever, but yeah. it's my dish and I'm eating, I'm sitting down and someone comes up to me. Mm-hmm. Normally, these are people that I love and, and that know us. me. <laughs> <laughs> and they go, oh, can I have some of that? And I'm like, that doesn't necessarily bother me. I'm like, okay, yeah, sure. No worries. You uh-huh. can have a little bit. It's fine. And they taste it. The part that bothers me is if you taste it and you don't like it, and this is one of my favorite meals, and oh. you're like, um, it wasn't that great. Uh-huh. Or they'll throw it away. Because That's they took like, some of really? whatever your portion was. You huh? had to try it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then you hated it. Like, I would be okay if, you, if that person tried it, and they're like, oh my gosh, it's so good. Uh-huh. And they were about their business. Yeah. But, <laughs> but to try it, and then tell me it's gross, and then throw it away, I'm like, that, wow. <laughs> That was my meal. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> it's worse when your meal is rationed. Yes. <laughs> when you're really, I think that's when I first noticed it was years ago when you and I were, you know, trying to get fit. Yeah. Of the <laughs> 10,000 times. <laughs> Story of our lives. Story of our lives. <laughs> Anywho. Um, I, you know, was just, I was having these meals and they were very rationed. And so it was like, I can only have these things. And a person that I knew who I care about quite fondly, mm-hmm. um, was just so interested in like whatever meals I would prepare and whatever I was eating. Yeah. And so it was one of these things where this person would come up it to me. me huh? <laughs> <laughs> Dang you. <laughs> no, not you. But this person would come up to me and say, um, oh my gosh, what's that? What's uh-huh. in it? You know, it looks good. Oh, yeah. it smells great. And I'd be like, oh, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. You know, <laughs> and just would leave it at that. And I could tell already like this person wants to taste this, yeah. but I would never offer it because I'm like, this is all I have. Oh, like you get to eat, eat whatever yeah. <laughs> you want, but I can only eat this for this one meal, uh-huh. you know? Um, and so I wouldn't offer it. And eventually that person would muster up the courage and say, <laughs> hey, hey, can I have a little taste? Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't want to be rude. So I was like, all right, yeah, go ahead. And most of the time, without fail, this person would say, oh, okay, not my cup of tea. Obviously, it's not as seasoned, you know, because I'm watching my sodium intake and all Uh these things. And so every time that person would say that to me, oh, it was like a dagger to the heart because it was like, oh, man, why would you waste my food by asking to try it if you do good? Well, you weren't going to like it. I know. That's so tough. (laughs) So that's a huge pet peeve of mine. It's like. I have no problem with you taking some as long as you like it. Yeah. But when you don't, it just doesn't sit quite well with me. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry I'm if weird. I ever did that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you have. And I don't mind. You know what it is, too? I'm just, maybe it's just when I'm on a diet, I'm stingy. Yeah. Because I don't mind it 
a normal situation. When I'm eating like whatever and don't care about it, I don't care. Uh-huh. But it's when my food is rationed and it's like there's a certain amount of food I'm allotted for a meal. That's when I'm like, Lit. yeah, it's tough. <laughs> You're right, girl. Mm. I get it. Um, another one. It's not even so much pet peeve, but it's something that I've realized that has kind of become a pet peeve that could be for other people mm-hmm. is the fact that I say sorry all of the time. Um. And so that leads us into our main topic for mm-hmm. today, right? Which is the problem with sorry. Yeah. And really this all started, but you, you brought it up. Uh, you were reading um, through some stuff and it, a lot of these like different articles and stuff were talking about and specifically towards women how it's not the best thing to constantly be saying sorry when it has nothing to do with, for instance, if you hurt someone or you're trying to, you know, fix a relationship Mm -hmm. or whatever it is, Mm -hmm. this is just on the daily. You're saying sorry for things. And Evie even made fun of us once about this because she's a lot better. She might've been the one that like enlightened us to this article. I'm not sure. Yeah, probably because she was telling us how we gave the story a couple, you know, a couple episodes ago with how we were ordering food, (laughs) the three of us. And I was like, hi, could I please have this? And it's Mm -hmm. different. You know, I wasn't saying sorry, but that's a whole nother thing too. Is like the whole me asking like, can I please have this? And can you please, it's like, no, just order it. And so Evelyn at the end of it was like, why are you asking him permission to, (laughs) to order something you're going to, you're going to pay for. for, Yes. And so sorry kind of goes hand in hand with that. And I have my own stories with sorry too, but, um, you know, it's a, it, it is something that kind of, I don't know, is detrimental towards us with wanting to become assertive or confident. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As I was kind of just reflecting on, so originally it was this article that I think Evie posted and then it was like, I started kind of researching on my own because something just that was, that was written in the article really hit home for me. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the times I have found in my own life, I will overuse the word sorry. I think subconsciously it's like this way of like in my mind I think I'm being polite I think I'm being humble and not realizing that it comes across as if maybe I'm not as confident as I, as I am yes um, it comes across as like maybe I'm a little bit of a pushover and mm-hmm. I'm like that's not okay because I definitely don't want to be a pushover I don't no. want anybody you know stepping over my boundaries I have clear set boundaries that I would not allow anybody to step over but I hadn't realized how overusing the word sorry really has become this, the article stated a sorry reflex, Mm. which is if you're wondering familia what that is, it's pretty much, (laughs) it's pretty much, and this is particular to women and girls, Mm -hmm. right? Set apart from, from men, not to say that men don't use the word sorry and don't, and you know, don't have the same experience, but studies have shown research has shown that women are more guilty, if you will, of using the sorry reflex. And so the sorry reflex is when girls and women automatically apologize when they're not the slightest bit at fault. An example of this would be somebody bumps into you and you say, oh, sorry, mm-hmm. but the person bumped into you. Yeah. Another one would be uh, if we ask a waiter for something totally reasonable, like, hey, can you please reheat uh, this dish that's cold? We'll say, sorry, can you can you reheat this dish? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Sorry. Uh-huh. Like, sorry. I'm sorry I bothered you. And it's like, um, this is a service you're paying for. It should have came warm. Yes. It should have came hot. Yeah. And so it's okay to just say, hey, my food's a little hot. Take it back, please. Well, and it's because I think we use the word sorry thinking that that's the polite and right. kind thing right. to do. But really, it's not. No. It's not doing you any service. And, and 
Because it, it does take away, like you said earlier, it takes away from that, that ability to be assertive. Uh-huh. And you can be clear and direct and assertive and still be kind. Yeah. It doesn't mean we have to apologize, but oftentimes I find myself, oh, my food was cold. Can you take it back and warm it? Sorry. Thank you. Sorry. Sorry for yeah. that. <laughs> and it's like, like uh, it's not your bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Other examples were um, when we say sorry for things like, uh, sorry for bothering you right before you say something to somebody. Like say you're at a meeting, a work meeting yeah. and you're trying to get direction on something or they've asked you to do something and the person is clearly not talking to anybody. They're, you know, maybe they're busy, but they're not, you know, to where they can't pay, pay you like a minute or two. Mm-hmm. And so you walk into the, say, I don't know, a manager's office and you say yeah. something like, sorry to bother you. Um, here's the plans you asked me for. Um, other things would be, okay. Hold on. Yes. So how would you go into that situation if you're going, if you need to give this to your boss, but you are going into it's a great question. A moment where you kind of are going to bother them. Yeah. I think it depends. How would I go in? Um, one of the things I remember at one of my previous employ- employments, one of the things I had said, because, you know, we like, I, again, we're so busy because we, I work in the mental health field, right? Mm-hmm. And so for us, it's, you might not look busy, but you are, whether that's, you know, you're finishing up some paperwork or, or you're gathering your thoughts or you're planning for the next thing you got to do or whatever. Yeah. And so they had said to us, they're like, one of the things that they had said in our, in our like staff meetings was, Hey guys, we know we're all about caring for each other and we want to help each other. We're, we're an awesome team in that way, but maybe let's be more thoughtful and mindful. The next time you go up to a coworker, instead of just being like, Hey, I need you to do this and that, or, mm-hmm. Hey, what about this? I have a question. Just walk up and say, Hey, do you have a minute? And if they say yes, great. Let me run something by you. Okay. You know, if they say no, okay, I'll come back, you know, yeah. or when's a good time to come back. So that I learned and I was like, oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. Because I used to have people all the time come into my office just like, oh, oh, I need this. Oh, hey, so-and-so is waiting for it. And it's like, wait, yeah. wait, wait a minute. But again, how would I go into my manager's office if I know they don't have the minute, but I have to give them the stuff. Just say, just go in and be like. So I guess here's that, the, here are the yeah, documents so really up to us. If their door is closed, you knock on that door. Uh-huh. Um, I've used signals before, like, here's the paperwork. And I'm just showing, you know, yeah. like, and I'll just go set it on their desk. And I don't speak to them. I don't say anything else. Okay. Um, but I think the, hey, do you have a minute goes a long way. Yeah. And most times they're like, oh, yeah, what's up? You know, okay, I'm, I just brought this stuff and you're out. Okay. That makes um, sense. So, so it just really, really depends. So uh-huh. that was an interesting one. The other one was... Um, Saying sorry for delivering bad news. Oh, I'm sorry for the bad news. Uh, <laughs> sorry that this issue came up, but there's an emergency, yeah. you know, next door. Um, sorry for asking these questions. It's like when it's things that you're trying to find out for personal growth or, you know, um, growth in, at your job or whatever the case is. That's true because most people come back with, you have nothing to be sorry about. Exactly. And so that's what I've noticed is once people say, oh, no, you're fine. You don't have to apologize. And I'm like, ah, dang it. I did it again. <laughs> <laughs> and I know, you know, what's funny is I noticed it yesterday. Um, I had to take my daughter to the doctor's office. Mm-hmm. Um, and so as I'm walking through staff, tell me why the the hospital that I was at, well, the doctor's office that I was at was doing like some maintenance repairs. And yeah. so it, this was late at night. So it wasn't mm-hmm. during the day. It was already like. 11 30 p.m yeah. and so um there was maintenance crew that was doing some kind of repairs and they had ladders kind of staggered around throughout mm-hmm. the hallway that I was walking through and a ladder was in the way and one of the nurses was walking towards me and we legit were both in this in each other's path mm-hmm. and so we kind of came up to each other and neither one of us in the moment thought hey let me move out of the way um but then I moved off to the side real quick and I was like oh sorry like as 
pretty much what I was saying is sorry I was blocking you. Yeah. As if that was my That's fault. another one of my pet peeves, girl. <laughs> Can I just sound off a minute? Is when people, like at Disneyland, okay? This I happens have, to me all the time that. at Disneyland. I have seen that happen with you. Yes, where I'm I'm with the stroller or just by myself. I'm already <laughs> walking. Maybe to be all annoyed right now. Go ahead, go <laughs> tell your truth. I am just, I, I've been walking in the same side of the sidewalk or the mm-hmm. street or whatever. And then... Um, somebody all of a sudden isn't like paying attention or they're, they won't, they won't concede the way. And I'm always the one yes. having to move away. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes, or like they'll bump into me and I'm the dummy saying sorry. And I'm like, that's what I did yesterday. Hey. And I, and I did feel after a while, I was like, you get uh, so upset. Cause you're like, I wasn't in the way you would have wanted to got in the way. Right. <laughs> Cause I'm like, at the end of the day, look, I get it. You're a nurse. You're important. Mm-hmm. That's yes. I appreciate you so much. Yeah. But I'm also the one kind of here as a guest. Mm-hmm. And so on some level, I'm thinking, it's not really my fault y'all are doing all these repairs, yeah. you know? I don't know my way around the hospital. You do. So if you see somebody coming, it's almost like if somebody comes to your house, I'm not like, you know, oh, you know, just walk aimlessly. <laughs> I mean, more than likely, I'm like, hey, make, oh, yourself, make you yourself at home. But like, look, let me direct you. Let me guide you to the place, you uh-huh. know? I don't know if that makes sense. But I did that. And there was another incident. Something else happened. I can't remember what it was. But again, I apologize. And the doctor was like, oh, you, no, you're fine. Don't worry about it. You're fine. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I did it again. Yeah, <laughs> it, it does. And you get so annoyed with yourself at the end of it. I really liked that that article that you're talking about was talking about how even when we get excited mm-hmm. about something, we say sorry, like we're afraid of you know, being too big. Yeah. You know, be like, oh, sorry, laugh too loud. Yeah, like if it's bad for us to be, have excitement and have these feelings mm-hmm. and, and express those. Yeah. I agree. I agree. There were so many things. One of the things that's, um, that the article was talking about is sorry is a learned reflex. And every time we do it, we take away our self-confidence. Mm-hmm. And so that was one of those things that I hadn't necessarily thought about. Yeah. But as I kind of reread the sentence over and over again, I started thinking, you know what? I don't know if it necessarily takes away our self-confidence, but I think we definitely portray that our confidence is less than it is. Yeah. And maybe in hindsight, maybe in retrospect, we kind of are maybe a little bit um, minimizing and lessening the importance of our own self-esteem. Yeah. Because to constantly be apologizing for things that are clearly not our fault, mm-hmm. I think it does set us up for just being viewed as maybe non-assertive yeah um and and it's just it's almost like it's hard for someone to view you with as a person who's just full of confidence in that way one of the um articles that I started reading as I was just researching on just the topic of um the sorry reflex was an article found in the LA Times that talked about Research on language indicating that women apologize profusely more than men do. And I thought, what the heck is this? What they were finding was that women apologize more than men typically because women learn to flatten social hierarchies Uh and men learn to create social hierarchies. Mm. So we learn, hey, you know, you got to be, know your place, Mm -hmm. know your place. And men, hey, you got to be the tough macho. You got to be, you know top dog you know this is dog eat dog world i mean you know what i'm saying like you hear all of these things and you know only the strong survive and hopefully not everybody out there thinks that way and i know that they don't you know but it's kind of one of those things where you're just you know you want to be the alpha male as Uh a man and women you're just kind of taught hey know your place you know be polite you don't want to be too assertive because sometimes the fear is if you're too assertive then you come off as you know this just angry entitled woman but okay can we be real for a minute yeah because sometimes i feel like 
you are viewed as such when you do state your opinion and how you feel by men and women. Mm -hmm. But I think that's the problem we've created as a society. Like you're no longer like, you know, the women that are, oh, the ones that have the kindest, Yeah, that are calm and docile, yeah. Are the docile ones, Mm -hmm. the ones that don't ever give their opinion, that they, not that they'll yes you for life, but... You know, they're not the ones that will they won't will dialogue mm-hmm. with you like, okay, do you like this? I actually don't like it. Can we think of something else to do? Mm-hmm. And I'm not even saying like that, but you know, let's say, I don't know, any type of example, I feel like women that are more assertive or can say no are always viewed as my gosh, she is so difficult. Yeah. Like, just and we talked about this in the last right. episode, right? That you come off that way. And so it's always this internal struggle within myself of how assertive can I be with people respecting me because Mm -hmm. I am, I'm, I'm sick and tired of feeling like I don't, that person that you described Mm -hmm. the whole, they're not really assertive, you know, because they say they're sorry all Mm -hmm. the time. Like, I don't want to be viewed like that. Exactly. I agree with you, sister. That's me too. I feel like that's how maybe, I don't know, maybe that's how I'm feeling this way (laughs) (laughs) because I'm in my thirties now and I'm just sick and tired of it, of either just not speaking my mind. Uh, yeah. But it is, Sally. But that does it. I, yes, that's what does that for us. Of, I want to, I want people to see that I, I do care about them mm-hmm. and that my heart is always, you know, at least at the best of my ability in the right place. Mm-hmm. But how to do that without coming off is, my gosh, like Mabel is so difficult now. Yeah. Like she's changed. Yeah. And I think it goes a long way when you have built those relationships with people. Yeah. So if people know that you're just naturally you're kind and you're mm-hmm. caring and you are thoughtful, that goes a long way. And being able to be assertive and, and not using sorry when it's not our fault, I think empowers us. Um, I think it's important to recognize people who know, you know, you know, like you're not saying this to be rude or disrespectful. I think what we really need to just get better about is just how we say the no. You know, it's really just the delivery of it because at the end of the day, other people have no problem doing it. Yeah. You know, why should we? And, and yes, I think this, there's, there's almost like this little stigma attached to your right. It's like, there is this fear and I never want to be viewed as like, oh my gosh, I'm such a, just a beast, Mm -hmm. you know, or I'm this ogre of a woman. Yeah. Um, so I think it goes a long way. I mean, I've been told no before in a very kind way. And I've been told no in a very rude and disrespectful way by just random people. Well, not random, but, you know, just, you know, in life yeah. in general. And so I think you learn from that. And it's like, how would I want others to approach me in this? But it's okay. It's always okay to have your boundaries, to have your limits, to say, that's not my responsibility. As far as like, I'm not going to apologize for that particular thing because the fact that that person bumped into me was not my fault. Okay. And then here, see, this is my other dilemma is I think that is perfectly fine, mm-hmm. right? We've talked about how it is so important to set your limits, mm-hmm. But then where does it become a point where you're always thinking about yourself and you're not willing to accommodate to anybody else anymore? Mm-hmm. Because it's just like, that's my limit. Is that a problem? Okay. The only reason why I bring that up is because I know we have had that discussion, right. right? Amongst ourselves as sisters, like we're trying to accommodate to three different schedules, mm-hmm. which we have seen as hard. And then in a lesser way, I was watching uh, the new Kardashian episode. Ugh. <laughs> Sorry. Why? I know I have it. No, like I'm just such a hater. <laughs> oh my goodness. That They're just came out of thing. my mouth. I know. <laughs> um, I haven't actually watched that show in forever, but mm-hmm. it was on and I was like, okay, let me watch it. You know, and I was folding clothes 
And the whole dilemma that was going on between Kim and Courtney mm-hmm. was Kim was trying to schedule around everyone's schedule, right? She was trying to get them all together to take the family Christmas card mm. photo because they hadn't done it. And Courtney is in this phase in life where she feels like, look, being a mom is most important to me. Mm-hmm. I know that you guys, what's really important to you guys, I'm not saying it's not that, but you guys have your businesses and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So I need to be back home by this certain time and this certain time. And it just was not working within Mm -hmm. the entire schedule for everybody. Mm -hmm. Right. And so Kim got really frustrated because she felt like Courtney just kept on setting all these limits and was making (laughs) it so hard for her Mm -hmm. because it had to be on this certain day, it had to be this certain time. And Kim has all these other meetings stuff and she's moving all that stuff around just to fit within the small time frame Mm -hmm. that Courtney has. I, as I was watching it, could see Courtney's side, you Mm -hmm. know, because it's like, and then Kim said something really hurtful, which was like, after Courtney had told her, you know what? I can't, I'm going to leave. If not, if everyone's not ready and it's four o'clock, I'm going to leave because I need to go home, have dinner with my kids, bathe them, then put them to bed. Mm-hmm. You know, cause Courtney has said that she feels really guilty that she doesn't do that mm-hmm. all the time. And so Kim got so heated because at this point, again, I also see Kim's side. Mm-hmm. She had tried everything to make it work for everybody. And so she's like, you know what? Fine. Then you're not in it. Blah, blah, blah. And she said some really hurtful things. And then she was like, you're the most uninteresting person to see anyway so it doesn't matter and that really hurt Courtney of course and you know how Courtney like just laughs to like Mm -hmm. I don't know let things roll off her shoulder or whatever and I was thinking about that and and thinking about this that we're talking about and it's like what is what is that line between I understand your boundaries Mm -hmm. and I get them but let's say we we have to get this task done or something Mm -hmm. like that where is the accommodation then and is it wrong for me to ask and I'm not saying that you mm-hmm. do this, Eddie, but I'm saying in general, because in life I need to know this. Mm-hmm. Where then can I, where is it okay for me to say, okay, I get that this is important to you. Mm-hmm. This is your boundary, right? Family time. Mm-hmm. But we need to get this done or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. That's a tricky question because it really does depend on both parties involved. Um, because as I heard you kind of share this story, I mean, I totally get Courtney's perspective uh-huh. as far as like, she's got these limits. And I think if you care about the person, you do respect those those boundaries and those limits. I yeah. mean, being a mommy is a very important job. Mm-hmm. Not to say that, you know, other jobs aren't important because they are and they're very fulfilling. Yeah. Um, but then I also get, you know, how you were talking about Kim's side of the, of the deal. I mean, she probably felt like she was working too dang hard. I mean, she's trying to accommodate all these schedules. She's thinking I'm being very thoughtful because, you yeah. know, I'm really trying to work around everybody's schedule. And she probably felt like Courtney was just not being very flexible. I, that was the thing. That's what she kept yeah. on saying. And my worry is, is as I keep on thinking this way and I, I want to set limits mm-hmm. for myself because I, I see how it, it works for people and it's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Then my worry is, oh, but what if I start becoming now just too involved about my life and yeah. my needs and I no longer care about what's going on with you? See, and that's where it depends because everyone is their own person, their own. I mean, it's been said like everyone's their own little island. Yeah. Right. Every You don't really know what's going on in somebody's mind except for that person. Mm-hmm. Um, you can know certain insights, but only as much as that person will allow you to see or, or experience or know. Yeah. Um, and so the truth of the matter is they're both right. I mean, Courtney is entitled to have her own boundaries and have, you know, and say, no, like this, I just, to me, a Christmas card is not as important as tucking my kids in mm-hmm. to bed. And and she's entitled to that. Yeah. Um, and Kim, on the other hand, is also very, you know, has a right to feel hurt because of the fact that, you know what, I felt like, um, you know, I, I was working so hard and that's not appreciated. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But I think at the end of the day, you have to look at the bigger picture. What's in the grand scheme of things, what is most important? You know, and I'm sure that Kim cares about her nephews and nieces and cares about having their mom be present, you know. And well, I so think that was a thing she was trying to get. Now they have all these grandkids. Yes. She wanted all of them to have this memory. Together. But that's the thing is maybe for Courtney, that's just not as important. Maybe mm-hmm. that's not a priority. And sometimes in a family or in a relationship or whatever, you have to be OK with just understanding, you know what, as much as this means the world to me, this picture and having these memories it's just not a big deal for the other person. It's yeah. not as big of a, of a deal for the other person. Mm-hmm. And so you let them have their space. I mean, what can you do? Yeah, that's true. You know, because at the, at the end of the day, what ended up happening is they ruptured their relationship because Kim said some, you know, regrettable things mm-hmm. that were very hurtful to her sister that ended up just pushing her sister away when all she was really trying to do was say, look, I love your kids. I love you. This is my, like, these are my precious memories is being able to cherish these pictures and these memories for the future of like how all of our babies are here now. But she didn't say that. Yeah. She just was, she let her frustration take over and she said, you're the least interesting person anyways. Go ahead. Be yourself. Go yeah. on. We don't oh, need you anyhow. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that just totally backfired. So it really depends on what we're saying to each other, how we're saying it. I'm sure if she had said, look, Court, here's the thing. Like, I get it. You're busy. Mm-hmm. And I'm working so hard to accommodate to you. Yeah. I'm trying so hard. Whatever you need. If I can do it, I promise I will try to do that. Yeah. The reason why this matters to me so much is because I love having these memories. And I wonder if that would have gone a little bit different for her sister. Well, probably. You know? Yeah. So, I don't know. It's a tricky thing. It's you, We're constantly having to navigate these things and these occurrences try- in our relationships. And that's the thing that sometimes, I mean, I get it. I'm never going to be a man. But sometimes <laughs> I feel like it's so much easier yeah. I felt that way too. They can be assertive, and it's like, oh, he's just an assertive. Yeah, man. that's awesome. Yeah, and people he just knows laugh. what he wants. Yeah, they, mm-hmm. women find that so attractive, and then you find an assertive woman, and it's a lot harder to look as. Attractive. I mean, yeah. According to this article, a woman may downplay her accomplishments, while a male colleague will name drop and inflate his own accomplishments it's, and achievements. And, and yes, that happens all the time. You know, you're like, and it's not uh, a bad thing, no. but they will. They'll easily be like, I've done this, 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 and this, and that's great. And we have a hard time. And I, what I've learned, one of the things that I've learned, sister, for real, is like, just kind of, you know, having different employments and you know, different interviews and all that mm-hmm. stuff. And even going through school when I had to, you know, interview for different. Um, opportunities for professional development and all that one of the things that I really had to hone in on and realize was a lot of the times when I'm going on these little interviews and um you know meet and greets or whatever I really have to do my best to sell myself there's a lot of qualities and skills that I've developed over the years and you know in my own academic career that I'm like there's no reason why I should be ashamed of that and and I learned because I have a friend who I to this day I love her with all of my heart mm-hmm. she's been a huge inspiration for me I mean this girl was younger than I was and had no problem like hey this is what I need yeah this is what I expect salary wise mm-hmm. um these are the reasons why let me tell you what I've done let me tell you you know and it was like great. I've and done this this is my experience yeah. yeah she would sell herself in an amazing way mm-hmm. and I remember thinking oh my gosh I'm older than her and I can't even do that for myself. <laughs> and that just, that like lit a fire under my booty. And I said, no, I will not be looked at again as if, you know, I don't have the worth and the value that I do. I've put in the time I've paid for this education. Yeah, you, you know, I've, you know, people say that like I, I burn my eyelashes is the common. It doesn't translate well, well too well in English. Sorry, family. But it just means you worked your butt off, your little yeah. tailbone off to get to where you are. Mm-hmm. And so those are things we should be proud of. Yeah. You know, we should be proud of those things and, and be proud of Zane. Yes. When you go to a job interview or you meet somebody, these are the things I've done. This is how I could be mm-hmm. an asset to you. That's so true. So, so true, Silly. What are some alternatives uh, with saying sorry? 
what are some things that like we can do and myself included that will make me sound assertive, but not unkind, I guess. Yeah. Uh, some of the things that came up in just kind of the literature that I was reading was, first of all, put an end to being apologetic in the workplace okay. or maybe even areas in your life and get more assertive. Like, it's OK. I think we have to just get to the point where we allow ourselves, give ourselves permission yeah. to be assertive. It's OK. And we're the type of people that we're not going to be like, nope, this is what I need. You mm-hmm. know, we have a way we have. We have intelligence enough that we can put some words together and let them flow. And <laughs> yeah. you can be kind about your, your requests, okay. you know? So the other one is limit your apologies to only power struggles and those times when you need to take personal responsibility in order to improve an interpersonal conflict. So what okay. that means pretty much is power struggles or anytime. I mean, this happens between parents and children. Yeah. This happens between siblings, between, you know, um, you both significant have, others yeah and you both have said something hurt each other kind of like the whole courtney and kim yes thing. yes that been the, the powers time. yes that's right the power that's struggle there perfect example mames the power struggle there was both of them needed to be right uh-huh like kim was trying so hard to convert courtney into realizing that she was wrong yeah and you know courtney was doing the same like no mommyhood's mm-hmm. important blah 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 uh-huh. and so the, the power struggle there was they both had to win yeah none of them was re- willing to see okay what have i done to contribute to this problem mm-hmm. and how can we fix it yeah that's a power struggle okay. and so you never want to have those because they're not productive mm-hmm. you know they don't lead to anything it's good true. and so at that point saying something like you know what <sighs> i think i owe you an apology you know i I maybe overreacted. I didn't take your, you know, your feelings into consideration. Yeah. I can see how being a mom is such an important job. I, that makes sense to me. And mm-hmm. you know what? I care about you being able to spend time with your kids. Yeah. You know, all I'm asking for is like, is there any time in your schedule where maybe we can make something work? Yeah. You know, and we'll do our best. Cause maybe too, for Courtney, her thing was like, look, I'm here till four, get it together. Mm-hmm. If you're not ready by then, because you, you, you got to get dolled up. I yeah. mean, you know, so at that point, too, if you know it's that important, be ready. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, be ready on time. Yeah. Um, so those kinds of things. So we okay. definitely to avoid the power struggles. And the other ones are like we were talking about interpersonal conflict. So anytime there's somebody that you care about that you really, really, you know, you, you appreciate their friendship or whatever relationship you're in with them. Being able to apologize is important in those situations where we know maybe we've done something wrong to offend that person or whatever the case is, because you want to repair that relationship. You definitely don't want to leave it as is and just, you know, act like that person is a nobody. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, those are some of the things, um, other ones are, you know, maybe switching the word sorry with something else. So maybe being mindful and cognizant of that. So instead of saying, you know, sorry, when somebody bumps into me, Mm -hmm. I'd say something like, Oh, that's okay. And yeah. just keep, you know, keep it pushing, keep walking. Because I've done that so many times. Yeah. Someone bumps into me and I'm sorry. Like, I'm the one that bumped into you. Excuse <laughs> me. And I think all of these can, I know we didn't talk about please a lot, but I think they could also, all of these could also lead into please as well. Mm-hmm. Like, let's replace please with other things mm-hmm. or just take it out altogether. You know, you could just say, could you warm this up or whatever it is. And say thank you. It goes and a say long thank way. You. Right? Yes. <laughs> Only because it was elderly man that my husband I and I saying that, yeah, yeah we were at Costco and he saw our little one he's like oh how old is she blah 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 and we're talking to him and then he's like have you taught her please and we're just like well she wasn't talking about it. and mm-hmm. she's still babbling but <laughs> we were like no we haven't yet and he's like don't teach her please we're like okay he's like please is the worst word in the vocabulary 
He's like, I taught my first three kids, please. And they turned out terrible. <laughs> but and what we was his rationale like, for that? So his terrible how? Terrible because he was just saying like, that was like, please, 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 please. Can I have this? Please, 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 please. He's like, and then my other like three or four, whatever that he had afterwards, he's like, we didn't teach them, please. They asked politely. They will say, may I have this? Is it okay if I, or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what he used, but he doesn't use please. And as I was telling you guys, Evelyn was like, you know what? That kind of makes sense because he was saying, he's like, now these kids just, they just want everything and they think it's okay to have it because they asked for, they said, please. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I guess that kind of makes sense a little bit. Didn't you say something about like, he said it almost kind of creates this culture of like being beggars. Like you yes, beg for yes, everything yes, instead of just saying. saying, Hey, may I have this? Yeah. Or well, that's is this all right. Yeah. And at first I was like this old little crazy man, <laughs> but when he explained it, it made, it made a lot more sense. Mm-hmm. He wasn't saying raise her to be rude and expectant of everything. It was the opposite. He's like, no, she, she can ask for it, but yeah. there's different. But don't words teach to her to, to have to say please for everything. Yeah. So I mean, I love this conversation. I think we could take it for like ten hours. I'm serious. Seriously, yeah. But I just that will be our goal, Sally. Not saying sorry when mm-hmm. we don't need to say sorry. That and, is the truth. It's almost also, like it's just a built-in habit now. Yes, and it loses the strength of the word. Yeah. Just like I love you. That's why you don't want to throw around I love That's you all true. the time. I, when I say it, it's really because I, I mean it. Like I genuinely love you, yeah. you know? And so it's the same thing with sorry. I think it's more powerful when it's used in the right context in the right way. Yeah. Let us know, familia. Do you struggle with saying sorry all the time or please, please, please for everything? <laughs> like peace, 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 peace. <laughs> it's because uh, Evie's little one. He's like, peace, 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 peace. He's so cute. But I don't even think they taught him that. No, I think he, he just, just picked yeah. it up. You do. And, he, and he's, he's around a lot of other little kids too. Yeah, and you do. Is. You pick up language. I mean, it's, you too. it's one you of the incredible it. things about our brains. <laughs> so that's our goal. Being more assertive. Let us know what your struggles have been when it has come to you and your assertiveness and has that backfired on you and, and what were some ways that you explain to people like, look, these are my boundaries. These are the things I do or whatever it may be. We want to hear from you. We love learning from you guys as well. This is a round table conversation. Mm -hmm. So join in. Uh, as always, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter, a little mass underscore at our website, a little mass where you can find all of our past episodes. Uh, don't ever feel like, Oh my gosh, I'm, I'm not even caught up. You can just tune in wherever you want yep. and join us. These are all standalone conversations anyway, familias. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, keep a lookout for our Lifestyle Thursdays as well. We love you guys as always. Thank you for joining us. For now, this is Mabel. And Celeste. And you've been listening to A Little, Little Mass. Mass. Adios. Adios.